Afternoon, everyone. We are here straight away. It is quarter past five just after the game is finished. There will be swearing in this. I make no fucking apology for it. We have not spoken about the game. We have not talked about it yet. And we've uh, sent out a message on social media. So uh, if you're obviously listening to this in the future, we may well have people on to be able to put their points across as well. I'm joined by Bruce and Henry, who have both seen the fucking humiliating 2-1 defeat to Stevenage. Uh, Gentlemen, Henry, you were the first one. You were the the, the most aggy uh, from what you were saying. How are your feelings and thoughts right now? I think it's it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? Because Scunny, we were absolutely shite after about five minutes. We had five minutes of decent play and then we just fell to pot. And you can accept that because you're like, oh, well, we're absolutely shite, whatever. And then, and then this game, you know, we've got three or four new players. Matetti in particular looked really bright. We were creating chances in the first half. We put them under a lot of pressure. And you thought, oh, we're looking all right here. And then Matete is a fucking baller, by the way. Yeah, he looks, he, looks really, he looks a really good player. He's the first midfielder we've had in years, which says a lot about our period since returning from non-league. He's our first, mid- first midfielder we've had in years that can actually pass the ball and run forward with it. He's... Um... And, I felt sorry for him. I felt yeah, sorry I mean, for him. He was, he was he was head and shoulders above everyone else on our, on the, on the pitch, really, because Stevenage was shite. Yeah, and, that's true. I mean, we had thirty five minutes of looking all right and creating half chances, and then just to sum up the season, um, one of the back three, the young lad, instead of dealing with it, he he fucks up, lets him in, one chance, one goal. And and since then, and then we headed into the second half, and we really just reverted to type again. But they were still grafting, and then out of nowhere, Matetti gets the ball, plays a fantastic ball through to the new striker, one shot, one goal, and you're thinking, "Oh, hello, here we go again." And then Tom, just Tom's just on, Tom's just joined. Tom, we're live already. Just to just to sum up, fucking Luke Waterfall season, the useless donkey. Didn't even clear a fucking what a secondary school struck what a secondary school centre half would have cleared. Like I don't know what the fuck him and Macca were thinking. Like a letting that ball bounce. I mean, it's your bog standard League Two kickoff. Lump it into the corner. Do you think that's a Macca thing? I, I know I've seen people already. I thought he's well, was where was pretty he? Poor. Like, like he was halfway. He, he was like in no man's land, the, wasn't he? Had he come to get the ball? Like. He was in. He was in the middle of nowhere. Shall I tell you what I think? Because this is a problem. Because we're not there, we can't see what's going on. I wonder if he's halfway out of his goal, telling everyone to get their fucking heads on or go for it, and then he's because it happens so quickly, he's found out in no man's land. I don't know, but he should be fucking there. No excuse. Absolutely no excuse for what happened at the end there, and it sums the useless fuckers up. Uh, Tom, uh, Bruce, how are you feeling about it? Tom's already on the absinthe. I'm. I'm on the Stella. Um... It's just, it's just so typical of what we've seen month after month, game after game, year after year. It's just, we had, we had, what did we have, Henry? A minute, minute and a half of happiness. Yeah, I'd say it was a, that, solid, a, minute, a solid, a solid ninety seconds. Bruce, yeah, I think we had a minute, a minute and a half, and then you do something like that. I mean, whatever us fans deserve, whatever anybody else deserves, but we've, they don't deserve that, but. There's going to be half the team, three quarters of the team that 
are equally as pissed off as we are. You know, that you've just scored a goal. Yes, we didn't create as much in the second half, but I mean, the, the, the through ball, I think, like Henry's already said, the through ball was just exceptional because it came very quickly. And before we knew it, it was at uh, Payne's feet and he's he stuck it away as as we need. And it's just, I'm just, it's just, I'm just sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. It's just game after game of, and it's the hope, like Henry says, that you know that little bit that we're going and we're going and and we didn't do a lot in the second half, but last five or six, seven minutes, we had a real good go and we got a deserved equaliser because they didn't really offer a great deal, and so they shouldn't when they've lost not won it away from home for a season, and then we get an equaliser, point would have been fantastic, and they can't even see that out. I, I was getting pissed off with the defence as it was. Can you remember the 2016 defeat to Iceland where Eric Dyer was just flicking the ball 10 yards forward to nobody? And as it was bouncing, it's difficult to control, especially on a shit pitch like that. I just saw them doing that all the fucking I, time. I don't, was... like, I don't like to pick on individuals, but I, I text to him. Oh, you've got a fucking list. <laughs> the, the entire, back, the entire yeah. back line. Like, they've all been shite all season, and particularly so today. I'm, but... sick, I'm sick to death of them... The amount of times get, there was a part, where was it? I, I tweeted about it with with Danny Preston when he came on, which, by the way, was a bit of a weird substitute. When we're fucking going for it, you get Max Wright on. You don't get Danny Preston on. He's meant to be fucking, he's been on for five minutes. And instead of on a counterattack after a corner, instead of just pelting forward like Macker or even Gallywood with six pints in him, he's just he just runs, meanders forward five yards and puts the shittest doubler of a pass three yards four which went out for a fucking throw and then not to mention the idiots at the back like all they do is get the ball and then flick it just put lob the ball up 20 yards forward for someone to get to it and it's not like they're putting it on for for Hansen to head it on they're doing it to his chest so then all of a sudden he's got a back line of four against him and then he's got a bunch of um like the bunch of midfielders near him that aren't coming on to him the only poor fucker that's doing that is Matete and he's got to cover six Six spaces. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Hello. I didn't think it was too bad. <laughs> Tom out. Tom's done. <laughs> I thought in the first half we played okay. Oh, yeah, there's um, no doubt in that. We did play okay, but then all of a sudden... Well, I think, just... like, uh, you know, there's 20 games to go. We're only, I think, oh, five points off the, the third from bottom. <laughs> There was definite signs of improvement there today. Okay, we lost it at the end and and had a, a drastic lapse in concentration. But I think there's there's quite a lot to from today's performance. There's there's quite a lot to build on. We definitely put the most pressure on the opposition goal that I've seen in weeks. The foul count was only eleven, which is the also the least in weeks, which shows that I think our discipline is improving on and off the ball, um, and that probably we're, we are putting more pressure on the opposition because we're not getting ourselves in, or we didn't in this game, we didn't get ourselves, other than the two goals really, in positions of you know being in extremists. Um, but it's majorly disappointing. I thought we really deserved the point when we equalised. That's the most I've celebrated a goal for ages because I thought we really... It's the really first one we scored in ages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> but, but I get also, what you mean. I get what you mean. I think we really deserve the point. And it's it's massive. You know, Hurst is going to be furious that we've conceded that goal straight after 
getting back on terms. But I, I don't think it's, I mean, just if you take a quick look at social media, it would, it would imply that uh, we're, not, we're not just sinking, but we're sunk. Uh, you know, I think we're, we're going the other way. We just got, you already said it would be February, Alex, and it's only January the 30th. Sorry, mate. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. I did say it was going to get worse before it got better. But I think the problem we had, and Matt Dannett's just joined us as well, in terms of having a chat when we were talking mid-game, that it feels season-defining. We've obviously played Scunny. We've played... These games have come at the wrong time for us. But just from the... It doesn't... It feels like an uber defeat. It was a proper gut punch. Like a proper gut punch. I think... We really, really needed a bit of momentum and just something to celebrate, not just the fans, but the squad as well. Like, I think they really, really needed something to take away from that game to say, you know, we're still in it. And mathematically we are. But after the month we've had, after the season we've had, how many more gut punches can we take? Matt, you said it was going to be good therapy for you. Have you <laughs> able to, to collect yourself since? Uh, I went for a walk. <laughs> I, how, how I, sort of, I slammed the I slammed the missus's laptop screen down and said I'm off for a walk. Grabbed my coat and I was back within two minutes because my phone had died, so I couldn't tweet anymore. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I just I can't believe it. I really can't. I just think it just sums it just sums everything up for me that the the the, the winner. Um, because I, I mean, I, I was going mad. I was celebrating as if it was a, a win, pains equaliser, because I was so focused. I wasn't buying into the um, it being as a must win, but I saw it as a must not lose. Um, so obviously, pain getting the equaliser out of nothing really. It's a good bit of decent ball down the side from Rose, wasn't it? And then he obviously tucked it away well. But then to not get yourself organised and settled and just be beaten by a long ball and yeah, just uh, yeah, just absolute. Gut punch, as uh, as Henry said. Yes, Tom. Eleven cat, eleven fouls, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I, I think going just a couple of things as well. Like, I think the reason they brought Preston on for Haberham was because he was shattered. I actually thought, like, again, we showed like quite a lot of trying to get the ball down the left, uh, a, a more concerted sort of game plan. Um, and also, I think there's loads of other positives you can take from like the new players. I thought El Mizuno or whatever he's called, Mizuni, El something or other, Idris. Let's call him Idris. Idris, like I thought he looked bright on the ball, went forward positively. Uh, Mateti again. I thought Mateti was quality. I didn't see the Scunthorpe game. No, I thought he was brilliant. Definitely deserved Not his, too uh, dissimilar, but uh, he, he certainly had a... I think he was understanding what he was working with now after the Scunny game, which is why you saw two moments of, oh, fuck this, I'm just going for it, uh, because there's no other fucker on this pitch that can get a shot off. You know, and then Stefan Payne comes on and gets an equaliser. So there's actually like two or three players that we've brought in already that are having an impact on the team. Um, And so hopefully with a bit more time on the training ground together, like we might continue to to improve. I think we have improved under her so far, and I think today was a okay. Okay, we lost, but overall, I think if you, I don't think there's take a, I don't the think, goals. I don't think anyone is suggesting. I don't think anyone is suggesting it is an improvement, and I think a lot of people reacted. I think that the problem is is that 
the turning off, the simple errors that, that open you up. And even though there was an improvement, aside from the goal, was there a shot on target? I can't remember. Mm. Yes. Uh, there was that, yeah, Matetti had that one in the first half where he like sprinted through, didn't he? Oh, because it was saved. Yeah, I'm thinking of the one that sort of trickled past the, the, the far near post, whichever one you want to call it. Bruce, what were you going to say? I can't remember now. Um, what was I going to say? No, I can't remember. I'll have to cut that out, mate. That's all right. We'll leave it, it raw. It's gone. Tom, Tom carried on for... for uh, I, I was lost in what Tom was saying and I completely lost my train of thought. We, we all hold on to Tom's sanity in these moments of crisis, just so that... I, we... I, oh, I really... What I was going to say, really... sorry. I... Go on. Yeah, go on, Bruce. You go. Yeah, because I will forget. I am getting old. I will forget again. Um, the, the, the concerning thing is that, obviously, we've brought in the new centre-back, um, who I won't try and pronounce like Crofty does. Um, and... Menyazi, isn't it? It's it's not hard. Right, lads. you say Menyazi. Menyazi. Right, thank you. <laughs> um, but we're still consider. Yes, it was better, but we are where we are because we don't score enough goals and we let too many in. And what goes on in the middle and around that doesn't hasn't affected today. Yes, it's two individual mistakes, but the two individual mistakes from a team who have made many individual mistakes this season, and it's just. I, I, We've only bought in that that one defender. Oh, sorry, we've bought in the left back as well, haven't we? But we're still shipping goals to silly mistakes. And these these are the players that are going to be playing at the back, come what may, for the rest of the season, because we're not, by the looks of it, going to get any more defenders in. So, yes, we might look better. Yes, we might create more chances going forward. But we're still going to have to turn it around massively What at the back. Um, 11 years ago today, we had a season-defining moment where Adam Proudlock put uh, the penalty into my back garden. I'll be entirely that's honest. Not, that's not today, is it? 11 years ago today. Is, Are we Lord. going to be looking back on today as as season-defining this, this as day that penalty cursed. was? This, this day is cursed for Grimsby Town because that was 11 years ago. This game was today and we launched a podcast five years ago. We did, yeah. It's, not, it's a cursed it's day. It's not a good day for town, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it, it? We were in such shock that it took a whole five years, a whole six years before we decided we needed to do a podcast on that penalty miss. Matt, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I did, I did just wonder whether Hurst might be tempted to try and get. Obviously, he's only got till Monday now, and I think there's going to be, a, I think it's going to be quite busy between now and Monday. I think he's, he's going to at least try and get a couple more in. But I just wonder whether it might have sharpened his thinking in terms of another centre half because I've not been convinced by Pollock. I mean, it's not, it's not a shocking statement to anyone for anyone to hear, but I've not been convinced by Pollock and Waterfall for a while now. I think Pollock. I feel for the lad because he's obviously had a lot of interest in him. He's obviously had a lot of eyes on him in terms of you hear about the number of scouts that are supposedly coming to watch him. But he he, he just looks well off it for me at the minute. And and obviously he's not he's, he's playing alongside someone who's not particularly who's not having a particularly good time of it at the minute either. And then Meniesi comes in and as I say he's he's, he's sort of not had, probably not had the best of starts. He's, I certainly th- don't think he's looked bad, but he's not not had the best of starts. But I just wonder whether that might tempt Hurst into trying and going for another one because, yeah. as I say, it's not, it, I think he, I think he could he could potentially be tempted to dip in. Um, <laughs> waterfall was waterfall was the 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 main brunt of my my abuse on on group chat today in, in in the room on your own yeah, sat there like much. a drunken just shouting, man just, just <laughs> shouting at myself but. my my little one came running down and um, was like i can hear you swearing all the time dad and i got on it i was annoyed i was like 
I don't need your moral authority right now, mate. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> he, needs, he needs a trip to the lower to get him broken in, I think, Alex, because that was my upbringing. Yeah, he, t- he sits too... Yeah, he sits too often in the family stand. That's what it is. All he's very good at at the moment is opening Werther's. Oh, dear. Um, but I think the, the real worry is that what, you look at the back the back line and it's actually been probably the, the most steady part of our team in terms of selection. Partly because Holloway limited himself to two bang-out form centre-halves in Waterfall and Pollock. But then you look at Hendry as well on the right side and... You think you, you look on paper, McEwen in goal, Hendry, Waterfall, Pollock, and you think back to last season, you think, oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be all right. Like, it'd be fairly solid. But I don't know what's happened to him as a group. And you do you think it's all the fucking about bring more people in, or he needs to do something to switch them back to what they were because they're all of them are a shell of what they were last season. Do you think it's all the messing about at the back from back threes to wing backs to back fours to it's no excuse because. Every week there are individual errors from one of them, and, and yeah, often, I guess that doesn't matter. It, about it's it's not just it? about the it, and, and I know it's Hurst, but it's not just about the shape. You know, most of our issues come from individual errors and mental lapses every week. He's not going to allow you back in if you're saying it's not all I about know, shape. I know, but tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just just while we're on it, um, John Tonda just tweeted while we're recording that we're interested in Vernon, but it's unlikely to happen. Vernon, Vernon or Vernon? All right. The one, the one who, the one who we tactically, um, I know shorts are all the rage, but we could say that we shorted Vernon out for six months. Are you saying we should have game stopped them and just put loads of stonks on, on <laughs> Vernon to stay? Uh, Tom, what were you going to say? I'm slightly more relieved it's Vernon and not Vernon because I know up front we're, we're, we're struggling, but I don't think we need Clee Town's uh, best striker. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with Matt that I think he'll try and bring in another uh, centre-half. But I think that would have been all the case anyway, to be honest. if In his like in an ideal world, I think he probably would have brought two centre-halves in anyway. Um, and he's probably looking for uh, another striker. Um, like, I don't know, you're a right bunch of doom-mongers. Like... It, <laughs> I don't think it's any anti Hurst vibes. There's nothing like that. I don't think everything, everyone is solidly behind him. I think it's the players. Oh, no, on the pitch. I know, but I, I just, I, I just think even I'm getting the with, banner out. <laughs> even with like the, the players, like the, the, they make individual mistakes. Um, and, and that's why they lead two players. If they, if they're able to maintain, concentration levels um, for the full 90 minutes every week, be, a lot of them would probably be playing at a higher level. That's the whole point, isn't it? Of, well, like, the, uh, the sort the, of different the levels. Is, like... The issue is with the individual mistakes, like repeatedly happening, you would say that they should be League Two players, but continually doing these individual mistakes means that they're actually non-league players, and that's so, where we're heading at the uh, Sunday League. Some of the mistakes we make are Sunday league. I beg your pardon. I would have had that ball away. Um, and we conceded 11 a couple of weeks. Well, last time we played in the 11 aside. But I'd have had that ball away for the in the last second. Or you'd have grabbed the guy by the waist and made sure yeah, he didn't get exactly. through. That would have been a foul that Tom would have even been able to accept, I think, if he'd have known what was coming. Um, 
But we're, so we're sorry. I was, I was just going to say, sorry, Alex. Um, I, uh, Don't I worry, I've got to say. No, sorry. <laughs> I, um, I was just going to say that I've just written down here before, before I forgot. Um, we're still giving away the sort of goals that we don't that we don't ever get. Does that make sense? Yeah, we're unfortunately our biggest weakness this season is we don't have to play us, so there's not an easy three points out there. <laughs> now, that'd be nil nil. Yeah, it probably would. The ball's just constantly going out of the main stand. They'd just be behind number forty-two. There'd just be thirty-five footballs just sat there in the back garden. I'm I'm, I'm really impressed though with Tom's. He, he's made me feel slightly better. It's I mean, why I'll, Tom's here. It's why Tom's here. I mean, I, I put I put on I put on the uh, on our my friend's uh, WhatsApp group at half time. I said, "I'm pleased I'm not in that dressing room because my head's gone." You 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 want to brought me back after after playing like that in the first half and then going one one nil down. It's a it's a worry, isn't it? It really is. I mean, and I think that was that was a massive shame, wasn't it? That we'd played so well and then did concede a goal in that manner because we were really sort of playing the ball about quite well and and okay without really like having loads of shots we did actually build up um spells of pressure and I, I think if we'd have got to half time um and continued to to build up spells of pressure like we did Stevenage eventually would have would have buckled, which obviously they, they did at the end of the game. Um, but I don't think we would have had the sort of beginning to the second half that we did. I think we would have come out with more confidence at the minute if we concede a goal. It seems to make our heads collectively drop. But I think if you did, if we'd have gone in at half time and it, it, it had been, you know, even with them scoring the goal, I think you'd still gone in at half time and thought, oh, we, we've been really unlucky there and we, we've played well. And you would have thought that the the halftime team talk would have been fairly positive and just been about continue to do what you're doing because you've been really the better team. It was, you know, I'm sure you all agree that their goal was against the run of play when they won, won the up. Um, so it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a massive disappointment, but I think you've got to, you've got to sort of just see see the improvements and there, there, there were a lot of improvements today okay two big mistakes but you'd what like are the to three things that, that we... you're what are you the, what are the three things you're hanging your hat on for improvements i'm not saying there aren't any i just want to take some away uh so i, I think generally i mean we got beat by sort of two long balls really didn't we like i, I think generally we look more solid i think all the Pretty much all the players we've brought in have improved the side, and we scored. There's that's three improvements that I would hang my hat on. Right, I think. Okay. Sorry, I was just going to say, like the therapy's definitely working. You can bill me for a full hour. I owe you a full hour for this because it's definitely cheering me up. But looking at the positives, I think looking at Payne's goal will really help because we've been a team that if we do go behind, we're like, shit, where's the goal that's going to come from? But Payne had one chance, really, and finished it quite well. Tucked it under through the legs of the keeper. It's the sort of goal that we would have seen, well, we have seen, <laughs> go against us. So I think that will give the team a lift to know that they're... Because you would imagine he's now going to start most weeks once his fitness is there. You would imagine he's going to be first his first choice. So that I think that will be a lift to players, to know that there's someone in the side who just needs an half-sighter goal and he can finish well, and you can sort of hang your hat on him a little bit. I'm not saying he's going to go away and score 15 goals in the second half of the season, but I think that'll be a big lift to players, if, if, if we're looking for positives, and I am now looking for positives. 
It reminded me in those brief 15 seconds when I was actually happy for a moment following town. It reminded me a bit of Billy Clark's goal against Leighton Orient last season, uh, where uh, he flicked it over the top quite quickly. And it was essentially his first touch before he decided to bundle some poor Leighton Orient fucker over in the box and give a penalty away. Let's let's have enough of sanity. That's that is slightly too uplifting for the tone of the pod. Uh, so people still uh, so is McEwen good enough and what actually are his strengths? I didn't think he did a lot wrong. I don't think he's amazing. I think he's gone from a keeper that does eight have eights out of tens performances. I'm doing it so Matt can understand this. So he's doing eight out of ten ratings for performance, but now he's more likely to have a six. He's more steady at a six. Alex, no, no, Alex, Alex, he's gone from a, a six point five to a six. Yes, is that what it is? That's that's the difference, isn't it? Now, Matt, did you ever give anyone a what? What was the lowest score you ever gave anybody? I think I gave someone a three once. I think and that, that was someone who dented your car and threw a cup of coffee over you, was it? There was there was far too much weight ascribed to my ratings. Ratings the, the ratings I used to write are written scribbled down in the last five minutes of the game when you're desperately trying to especially midweek games, when you're trying to send your copy through. You know who's played well. You know if Bogle scored that trick, you should probably get a ten. So I know that's coming up at some point. No, no, it's fine. The fact that I <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you didn't get anyone I think I gave, sent off, think, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. But I think the lowest I gave was a three. I think just, maybe a four. I remember Ross Hanna used to take issue with my ratings a lot, did he? especially. He was the one that always remembered. Yeah, and used Where, to and used to shout things from cheap side when he knew I was there. He'd like smack a ball in the back of the net and be like, "Get out of six out of ten or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't popular. <laughs> nice to see just, things have changed. Just on, <laughs> just on just on McEwen though, like. If you take out the second goal, like you'd still be looking at his performance and thinking, what the fuck was he doing with that thing at the edge of the area when he handballed it? Like he's just—he just, he just got it in his head that tendency. I'm going to grab it, doesn't he? He's always had a tendency to panic, and this season especially, he's panicked, panicked far too much. He was the sort of keeper when back in the conference, he had a red card in him. I remember against when we had the semi-final against Eastleigh, the first leg, he got into a bit of a tete-a-tete with one of their players and it was getting to a point where, mate, you've got to calm this shit down or we're going to have bloody, um, I don't even know who was our standing goalkeeper at the time. I assume Steve Crowsden. But um, yeah, he, 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 had a, he had it in him. Yeah, Matt. I think what, um, what Tom said earlier about it might, sorry, it might have been Henry, actually. In terms of everyone is playing within themselves, everyone looks a shadow of the self at the minute. And I think that it's just a general malaise across the team that we're all knackered confidence-wise. Confidence is on the floor. And like God knows what that would have done if we could have rung on for a, for a point because we'd somehow, against everything, basically managed to get a point after what was a very good first-half performance from us. Second half, we didn't look like getting back in it until that. So I think that a point today would have been massive for confidence. But I think that is the only thing you can sort of look towards. It, it, it must be confidence. We looked, I think I messaged you, Alex, um, on Twitter and just sort of said, like, we just look so shaky and nervy and that is spreading throughout the whole team. And it's only the new lads coming in that, that are really going to lift us. And if Matete plays with the confidence, he looks like he's going to have, that might spread a little bit. But I do think it's going to be dependent on, can we score? Can we keep goals out? Can we start picking up the odd point? Because otherwise confidence levels are just going to continue to... Well, I say four, but if they're already on the floor, I don't know how much further they can go. I would prefer Clifton, but instead of Rose in that like midfield three of um, Matete and Ilmene, um, Elmarini. Sorry, I've forgotten his name. Um, 
Mizuno. El Mizuno. I think that would be quite a quite a nice little dynamic thing. I'm not fully sold on Rose yet, but I tend to be in the in the the sort of the small camp of that. Um, who does anyone want any questions? Because I don't think we're going to do a full pod talking about. Did you know uh, Marcus Bignot joined the Aston Villa's women's team this this week? Uh, that feels like a freaking lifetime ago. Yeah, I saw it on Bogle's Instagram. Did you? Brilliant. Yeah. Fuck off, Bogle. Um, uh, he's broken my art, Emery. He broke my art. How do you feel about Lenny? You you have the same affinity for, for Lenny as I well, do for Bogle. The the rumours are still rife on the fishy that he's going to sign. I mean, who would you prefer to? Yeah, who would you rather play for? Hereford or Town? I think it was a very well, transparent bidding tactic from Hereford, that very transparent. But are we allowed to spend anything at the moment, gents? I didn't think we were. I don't know, but I, I'm just Hereford, taking Giles Copes has, off. Has their, has their season officially finished yet or not? Uh, well, that's going to be decided, I think, on Monday, Monday. isn't it? So, so we're going to be having a vote. It so won't, what, they're, they're not what, going to end the conference season. There's too many, just like uh, from a quick scan of like the the clubs that are involved, there's uh, there's too many that um, want to finish the season. But isn't it isn't it a vote across all three divisions, and they need a majority across all three divisions to carry oh, on? I don't know. I uh, think they're splitting the vote, aren't they? They're having a north and oh, south vote, and then a, yeah, I think so. So it's sort of that. I think that hints at the way they're expecting it to go. North and South will probably postpone and take the. Um, I thought you meant they were going to do it geographically, Matt. And I could imagine that's yeah. how the conference would do it. So it'd have all the northern teams would say no, and all the southern teams would be up for it. So you'd have a half and half league kicking off. Um, yeah. Um, question like so people venting. Da, 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 da. Sam has just come and said he didn't want that sharing. Dave, yours is far too long, mate. I'm really sorry, but that is. I mean, you've definitely got a, a got your feelings in check. Uh, Dan North, what's pissing me off with the, the stems from uh, when we got promoted? We literally haven't built on anything. I agree. Uh, take into account teams we've played conference with possibility, the exception of Barnet and Luton. Forest Green, Newport, Cambridge, Bristol Rovers, Lincoln look like uh, where they are now. It's just embarrassing to see how little we've moved forward in the last five years. And I, I, I agree, but at the same time, like we we're hopefully two, three weeks away from a takeover where that might be a thing of the past. I think that issue is going to be resolved. And I think the problem we've got with that is what would be a conference team when that new era starts? Are we going to be a league team? Bruce, what were you going to say? I almost, I almost think that that's not, we've, we've talked about that. We didn't improve. We've made the same mistake season after season. The board haven't done enough, but they're going, they're going to do whatever. Sail them up into the sunset. Go on, sorry. I got my champers in today for it, for when it's yeah, announced. Well, well they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're clearing off. The new guys are coming in and they've got to pick up what's left. And we're all praying that what's left is a football league team because we've, we've talked about it before. I, I think it's absolutely imperative um, that we stay up, but that's when we discussed it. But going back to the, the tweet that you had or the message that like I say, I think we've been over that. It is what it is. We know that they've let us down and they're going, basically. So many town fans sliding into my DMs. I feel like that uh, catfish woman that was pretending to be a town fan about three, four years ago. Uh, Tom, <laughs> what were you going to say? That's a niche reference, isn't it? That is a who, Alex. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> Tom, what were you going to say? I think it's also important to remember for um, the next 
I think it's the next three weeks. Uh, we haven't got any midweek games, so we've got like four weeks on the training ground coming. Do you up, reckon which... Barrows is going to be sw- flicked into one of those? Um, well, it hasn't been yet, uh, but even even so, like at the minute, we've got three four weeks on the training ground at a time when we're we're trying to integrate new players into the squads, and I think it, you know it looks like he might settle with this formation because didn't he play this formation last week as well yeah in, in some form of guys because i i guess you can go five at the back when you defended and then go three at the back when you're you're absolutely levering it so like you know I, obviously everyone's feeling really down at the minute but i i do think there is we've we've got loads of room for improvement and week on week at the minute we if you if you're willing to sort of really analyze it and and really see it it in some ways like there are there are small improvements it's just we're a team that's low on confidence and it's probably going to come down to us Stevenage Barra and Southend because everybody else is pulling away but the teams that are ahead of us we can definitely catch them and we when we look at Scunny look at Scunny they're now 16th and eight points off the playoffs after three straight wins Uh, and one of them was against us so that's a gimme um, so uh, on your sort of theme, Tom, Evan Carter said overall it was a lot better performance. Hendry played well and did, and so did Matete. I think that's a, an absolute given, uh, though. Uh, Mayonnaise uh, uh, looked a bit uncomfortable on the ball. Of course, the defending was shocking for the last minute, but I thought a lot better than last week. I think, in all honesty, I think t- when town fans get over the devastation, and it is a devastation of losing such an important game in the last minute, I think they'll be pleased with the performance. And if Hurst can sort of knock out those individual errors, then then hopefully it will it will blossom and we'll we'll move forward. Um, does anyone want to add, add anything onto that while I'm quickly looking at the next one? I just think the, the first half performance was an absolute step change to what we have been seeing. I thought I thought it, we were we were markedly better than we have been in, and I, and I know you can still point to the fact that we didn't create a great deal of chances in the first half still, and I know that's 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 sort of almost a given but i think in terms of the football and the sort of what we were looking to try and do you could see a sense of purpose about us you could see a sense of idea about us and and that's like tom said there with the with the sort of the full week Kirsty's had a, a week on the training but obviously we had barrow in between but he's obviously gotten back in on the wednesday and trained and i think you could see a, a, a massive step forward from scunny first half second half was difficult i think conditions probably played a part i don't want to blame the wind because i'm i'm not going to do that but i think it certainly played the part i think the pitch is playing a part as well in the, the sort of the condition of the pitch as well but first half was a was a massive step forward i thought yeah i, I think so and I, it's a shame that at the end of both as they're both going into the changing rooms the 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 tone of the overall conversation has changed as both goals came at the end of either either period henry did you have one to read out that i've just passed over to you surreptitiously that was very smooth alex thank you um so i'm not even that... editing that bit oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a raw episode we'll, we'll allow it um so niall chapman's messaged in saying but please 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 town fans don't throw the towel in now Two of Paul Hurst's signings showed the quality and confidence we needed to get us back into that game. I honestly feel we still have the opportunity to get out of the position we're in. And that sort of goes on with, with what Tom's been pushing. So I don't like these off. people that are saying it's not good. I mean, it helps. And it kind of what happens with me, I'm 
always bursting with anger. And then Tom just puts in about three or four sentences into the group chat and I feel calmer. If this was the first episode five years ago today, Alex, and it was just me and you getting drunk and angry, this would have been a very different tone. <laughs> did you, should we do what we did last time and make everyone tell us their uh, fishy reputation that we had? I think mine's gone down since then. I've not posted in years. I'd have to no. log in and find out what it is. I go on and occasionally put in that we've got interviews. So Livos is coming up on Tuesday. We want your questions in on that. I will retweet it after the podcast. Um, Hearts GTFC said, blame the Germans. Town like, towns like Stevenage only exist because they bombed London in the war. I blame them for destroying our best team ever. Top top flight, mate. Top flight. And we lost it because of them. Bloody Nazis. Never mind a 2-1 defeat. Tim Hubbard said, uh, oh, no, sorry. He was just responding to one of uh, Jacob the eighth says, uh, do we need an experienced vocal center back in before deadline? Someone who can organize and stick his head on long balls and can lead by example. This should be waterball, but for me, he has never shown that in a township. Are we basically going to see if Mark Lever is available and what he's up to? Um, no idea, but I've just found my fishy reputation and it's positive 81.6%. Has anyone, can anyone beat 81.6? I think Matt probably, uh, messages on the fishy under a pseudonym or something I like used I don't to. Know, like get I your facts right or something. The, I used to I think uh, but then I sort of for the good of my health I've stayed off the fishy I think I'm fishy clean now for a good six seven years I think he used to uh, he used to do it under get your facts right Tom what was yours what were you going to say mate uh I was just going to say uh like I think looking at today as well, you uh, you probably well I was certainly sitting there in the first half thinking, yeah, Hurst has still got the ability to bring in some decent players that improve the squad, and I was I was like sort of sat there feeling fairly chuffed about that. Like you know, I was looking at the the players that he brought in, thinking, yeah, they're doing okay, like that that's great. Any um, of them you got concerns about at all? Any of them you got concerns about? I think Maniazi has made a couple of mistakes, obviously, but um, I think he's been okay and he's been a better inclusion than, uh, I don't know. I can't he was probably okay till he's had two weeks training with our defence. Yeah. We just need another 15 to make the squad up of her signings. We'll be all right. Do you think this is going to be the highest number we're ever going to get on the back of a town shirt? Apart from my dad, who has 72 for no particular reason. Well, I remember the last time we went down and Jude Sterling signed towards the end of the season. I think he wore 42. So 42 is the aim. Is that what it is? A niche reference, Jude Sterling is always going to be a niche reference, even on a town podcast. My reputation is 73.9%. Mine's 82.35. See, this is it. I'm more irrational than you guys, and I, I dish it out a bit too much. Bruce's is probably too far into the roof because he just posts up a wonderful video. Of I don't something. use it. I don't use Don't go on the fishy, mate. Ah. I haven't done for a long, it's long not, time. I'm, it's not highbrow enough for him. I'm probably clean, <laughs> clean longer than Matt. I imagine Bruce what? is on some sort of... Actually, Tom, you are as well. You're on some Cod Almighty WhatsApp group, aren't you? I imagine that's what it is. That's the high. That's the highbrow. It's that and the grim outlook talking about cheese boards. <laughs> what was that squad number we were looking for, Henry? 42, I believe, Jude Sterling. I think was. Jude Sterling was 42. I have no idea if that's right. And if I remember that to be right, then I'm going to be impressed. With no, that. I'm, not, I'm not checking that. I'm just seeing if we can beat that or whether, you're, whether you, that is... That is 2009. That went 2009 10 must be the season. Uh, it probably. sounds it. Lord Mooney oh, said, uh, The midfield three was the best I've seen all season. Calm on the ball and found each other well. If only we had a carpet to play on. What do you mean? That is a carpet. Um, 
if only we uh, understand Hurst went, went 5-3-2, but Stevenage looked poor and some width early on w- would have got us a good win, in my opinion. Uh, still thinking, still trying to be rose-tinted. Uh, that's fair enough. I mean, I, I, I only questioned Preston on right. Other than that, I thought he was pretty spot on today. I'd have preferred to see right come on and have a bit more impetus. But then again, we got the goal we needed. So uh, I should shut up and go back where, go back into my little oval. Um <laughs> I'm going to have to delete bloody EFL on Quest again without watching it. I'm sick to death of seeing fucking Holloway. I've got, it series, every sorry, I've, got it se- I've got it on series bloody link. I haven't watched it for about yeah. three months. I'm exactly <laughs> the same. There's always a fear that Holloway's going to pop up from somewhere. I just delete like, it. I just delete every, every Saturday, every Saturday night as soon as it's recorded. I don't watch get, it. Get your fast forward on two hours later. Grimsby Town, third game from the, the end. I think I'm chatting shite about Jude Sterling because some random <laughs> website that I've managed to find says that Lee Peacock was the highest number at 37. What's, what's, season. What, season, what season was that? It was I, 0-9-10. Yeah, we, we, well, this morning, Dave Wherry emailed me with that fantastic list of all 212 loan signings that we've ever had. and um, That's a hell of they, a World we, Cup. That's going to be going for months. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, 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 I was going to whittle it down on the pod, but I can't be asked to talk about it. Don't do that. It just do 212. It'd be brilliant as everyone tries to work out um, someone like Sean Tooton and uh, Brandon Conley and have to decide between the two. <laughs> I have to say that that niche that niche game that we had going, Alex, about who's the most random Grimsby player you can remember. I think Jude Sterling's a fair shout for that one. Jude Sterling is a very good shout. Though whoever does GTFC archive picks put a random player on today that I hadn't heard of forever and i'll try and find it while i'm reading this because mark hodgson says uh we just don't seem to have uh what's needed to stay up i'm afraid i can't uh, fault the effort but there's still a distinct lack of quality at both ends i think there was certainly hansen hasn't been what i expected on his return but then again i don't necessarily think anything was put on his head um how have you found I his thought, return i thought he did okay I, I i think that what we've what we've played to him I think what he does compared to the others that we've had up there this season, the ball goes up to him, it sticks, and it generally goes out wide to one of the fullbacks or one of the wingers. I I think he's done all right. Um, maybe not where we want him, you know, in the box, but the way that we're playing, I, I think he's done all right. Just going back to this um, this this list, we actually the important 17... thing, the thing that matters. Yeah, well, sorry, yeah, we had seventeen. No, no, I, had, I think we, I think Dave said we had seventeen loan players that season, and we didn't make it into the forties, but we had three twenty fours. Now, that would be niche if somebody could name them. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, what was that? Mike McMahon said, uh, absolute joke. It's the hope that kills you. Uh, we are done. Only way out of this is if someone opens a checkbook and we somehow bring in four. We're not done. God, everybody needs to just have a sit down and a pint. And, Tom, and, and Tom, in, come on, Tom. Hang on, hang on. What Tom's drinking. In his defence. Everyone needs to come on this podcast. In his defence, it was 45 minutes ago this was sent. So he sent it quite early on. And I, I'll yeah, be exactly. honest. Exactly. That's, that's exactly I, the point now, isn't it? Like, don't just, just because we've lost in the last minute, like, don't take to the twatosphere yes, to, to air. I'm muting him in a minute, Henry. Which, which aren't like, you know, reason. They're just a reaction to something that happened a minute before. Actually, take, take a bit of stock and, and think about the whole game. It's ridiculous. Look, hang on, hang on, stop, Tom. You've you've had Tom, Tom. You've had your minute and twelve. You have to let other people talk, and at the same time, you can talk about the positivity as much as you like. But under Hurst, we've yet to score. We've yet to win. We've yet to have 
more than three shots on target in a game. We are two points adrift from Barrow, who have got two games in hand on us, as have Stevenage. And we've just conceded in the last minute against the team, which is probably the closest to us and should have been relegated last season. So people are allowed to be annoyed, I would say. And though I understand your robust defence of the sanity, we're allowed to have it because, let's face it, we're only... Apart from you being here, we're 10 minutes away from being Arsenal TV and all the money that brings in. And uh, just to follow <laughs> on with a, with a very important point, um, Bruce, those three twenty fours that season were Jamie Devitt, Josh McGuinness and <laughs> Damian McCrory. That's not a real player. <laughs> you made that last one up. Legends he went, to... uh, daggered him after us. Legends to the man. McCrory. I liked him. I have to say as well in these in these special times that I do feel getting getting Tom up to Cheapside on Monday is essential travel. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, it wouldn't be because they'll still be getting bollocked because they're like, right, these are the foul statistics, <laughs> and this is well, where eleven the... was a big improvement. It has to be said. Do you think that's because? Doing. Do you think that's because we spent more of the time attacking and then we weren't we weren't playing so much on the back foot? And do you think as the team gets more confidence then? that foul count will reduce. And it's just a, a natural uh, outcome. Matt, Matt, of... Green, Matt Green must be worth five or six fouls or fouls off or offsides a game. Oh my fucking God. I mean, I they, 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 how good was it to see him not on the squad? <laughs> that was a positive point today though. We didn't give away as many fouls in, in, in the final third as we have done in previous games. And as a result of that, when they sort of cleared their lines, there were several situations where we got the ball back and managed to keep them hemmed in and keep the pressure, keep the pressure on. Like, I think, you know, Matt, Matt was uh, talking about how the first half was a really good performance and the second half wasn't the same. It wasn't at the same level. But I thought for the last 20 minutes of the first half, we we did enough to, to get a draw out of the game. Like we, we kept them under the cosh for quite a lot of that, I felt. And and like you know, like I said earlier in the pod, when we scored, I, I felt that was really well deserved. And had had we kept it at one all, I put my um, you know, I, I already said in the group that I thought that would have been a turning point. So, yeah, you know, I, I still maintain that there's loads to build on. You just, you that, said, Alex, February, not oh, February. Yeah. So, you know, come on, stand by, stand by your word and be a bit more positive. I, I can still talk about the, the issues that have happened. I'm happy to think, uh, Matt, Matt Dannett can, can absolutely claim to this, that I was being positive until the last uh, this afternoon, mid-game. It's true. Uh, and and, and uh, what? Yeah, sorry. Go. I want you to defend my position. <laughs> no, no, you're you're absolutely spot on. We, I think we were both quite positive. I mean, I know I found myself clapping to myself in my living room at one point as if I was sat in the lower um, after witnessing a decent one-two or a nice bit of play. I found myself clapping and actually feeling really enthused about things. And what Tom said there about not rushing onto Twitter, um, I have to hold my hands up to that because I'm one of the worst. The thing is, I was at the Telegraph. I had to be so balanced and tried to be like so considered and now I don't have to be. And I think I'm just, it's like, an, it's like a bottle on cork and I can just get away with it. But I need to, he's right. Like, I, I think, think you, you need should to look still- at it in a cold light day. I think you should still do Danit's ratings after a game now. I'm Straight not, after in I, the heat in the heat of the moment, get player ratings out there and, and make sure you include the, everyone's Twitter handle on it as well. I like that he went for a walk and had to go home after two minutes because his phone died and Twitter <laughs> won't work. <laughs> there's not much there's not much to walk around. That should be that should, that should be a relief. <laughs> 
Henry, what uh, were you going to say? And the the player that the player archives tweeted today was Matt Robinson. I can't remember him from 2015. Anybody? He was a uh, rapper but, as well. Oh, okay, fair enough. He looks like one. Can Can we make uh, Matt's ratings uh, a future feature of the pod? <laughs> Yeah, what we should do is we get Bruce. I assume he's got them, and we could use that as a game against him. Where we go right game in 2014 against Boreham Wood. What was your match rating for Nathan Pond or whatever it may be, Henry? What were you going to say? Yeah, six. It's always a six. Steady six. Henry, what were you uh, going to say, mate? Newport away next week. Yeah, who has the the battle of the ship pitches? There's a lot like fucking Wembley compared to ours at the minute. Can we send Tom to watch? No, yeah, Tom please. doesn't like going to Newport. He gets locked in. <laughs> Bloody hell. And his, and his defence, because that's quite a silly quip, because he did do it to report racism. And I think we did talk about it at one point, but it was a sad affair. But at least he doesn't have to watch Town lose to Newport like the rest of them did. Yeah, um, uh, Martin Cooper said, new defenders needed that know, uh, that know what to do with the ball and when they get it. Do you think we're missing a, an on-field leader in terms of... Maka being captain, do you think that's a, do you think that is an actual issue? Most people say it's kind of just a doesn't really matter, captain. If you want to lead, that, fucking lead on the pitch. That was one of the things I was thinking about during the game. Actually, is where are your leaders in terms of the eleven on the pitch? Who would you want as a leader on that pitch? Who do you think would be the leaders? I'd have thought Waterfall and Rose and Hansen. They're they're all old enough. The the problem with Rose is he's not played enough. So you're really looking at, and same for Hansen. You so you really need people like Waterfall to really get a grip of things, but it's just not happening back there. Tom, what were you going to say? There was a really interesting uh, video that Liverpool tweeted today um, of um, Henderson's performance against Spurs, um, and they'd sort of captured all this sound and all his talking during the game, um, and how he sort of like just was constantly talking to all of um, of the Liverpool players, you know, encouraging them, um, making sure they were sort of switched on and that. And yeah, I think if you were you were looking for someone to sort of do do that, that would be a, a great video to watch. And you probably in that scenario, because obviously Henderson is like their I don't know if he's going to play permanently at centre-half for Liverpool, but he's obviously their sort of ball-playing centre-half now. Um, so he gets a bit further up the field. And and that's... So you kind of want someone in the centre of park, it would seem, um, who does that. But I don't really have any problem with Maka being the captain, to be honest. And I, you know, I, I think the criticism of him is is harsh. Like I think for the last goal, it was just poor defending from a backline point of view. And... In the first half, he came out and smothered the ball really well. And yet again, made a, a save, which if he hadn't done so, probably would have cost us a goal. So, What is with the criticism of I think he's he's not been the same James McEwen we've had for the last two, three seasons. But he's he's certainly not the worst player on that pitch, in my opinion. He's made mistakes, but he hasn't been... He's not Matt Green. I think at the minute... I think you remember... Be- Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I think very briefly, that at the minute, every mistake anyone in our defence makes is magnified because we don't score enough. Go- and it ends up going in as well. Yes. So yeah. that's why, yes, we do let too many goals in, but probably as a team, not just as a defence, but every time the defence make a mistake, then it seems to be punished. Tom, what were you going to say, mate? 
Yeah, just the same as Bruce, really. That, that you know, especially with Macca, I think it's the, the the classic sort of adage that you remember the keepers' mistakes because they they cost you goals. But at the minute, it's just because we're we're not really doing much at the other end. Um, but I, I don't I don't think he's like hugely worse than than he has been in in previous seasons. Um, I, I still think he's made loads of game. You know, if we'd have been in that situation, certainly goal saving saves for us, um, and I think he'll he'll continue to do so. I, I I maybe slightly agree that there's perhaps an argument to have somebody more central at the minute who's really vocal to keep keep everybody switched on in all areas of the pitch. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think there's any, has anybody got anything else to add before we go. It's nice and short one today. This really Keep has tested my dry January. Is it really? You had a drink with us last week, didn't you? Nope. Did you not? That's nope. impressive. I've had one beer and that was during the quiz. That is very good, Henry. You're beating me. I know, but I've been seriously tested today. But let's be honest, when the takeover happens, are you getting the champers out? Yes. I got a very nice one from Lidl for 13 quid. Aldi, sorry. I'm not I'm not, it's not that... very nice then, is it? <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. I haven't even had it yet. Just Prosecco, Tom. Just fancy Prosecco. Just fancy Prosecco. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and you, you travel to France a lot as well. I mean, that's just... I, I, I go to dessert anything. wine country. I don't know anything else about it. If you want the wine for a good cheese, I can get you one. A, a nice Montbazier white is lovely with it, but... No. You've lost me, mate. I'm from Grimsby. It's it's always very good when we go because where where we go in France is there are vineyards either side of the house of our friends where they live, and I'll go in there usually in just like flip flops, shorts, and a terrible town shirt, like stuck to my body, as they're sort of doing some wine testing at the Dissolution uh, with uh, some Americans usually by the busload. Okay, Bonjour, Patrice, demi sec, Sivu Plat. Tom got the joke. <laughs> terrible french <laughs> but um yeah it's um it's a shame that it, it happened like that we've got obviously newport next the game with barrow how are you guys feeling we obviously put out a poll every monday it was 60 40 last week for going down do you think it's going to increase and what are your thoughts i'll start with bruce i oh god i'm gonna sit on the fence now can i sit on the fence no we're gonna stay up controversial thank you we're going to stay up we're going to stay up because the report that what i don't like is that it's getting the team the number of teams we're fighting against is getting less and less but <laughs> it is yeah but we're going to stay up we're, we just need to be better than the other two it'll be us or bolton henry what are your thoughts on it i'm going to be traditional for this podcast and be incredibly negative i just it's as bruce says other teams are, have started to win and although the performances are improving i don't think it's currently enough tom Staying up, staying up, staying up. I muted him. Uh, <laughs> I'm liking this power. Matt, what about you? I'm sort of with Bruce and I was sort of on the on the fence big time. If you'd have asked me at 94 minutes, I was saying down as a as a but I don't know. I think Tom Tom's had an effect on me. I think he's uh, he's sort of sage sage words and, and positivity. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm sort of I'm interested to see. I mean, there's there's the Vernon rumor that Tonda's uh, floated out there. If we were if we were able to get it. someone like I know he said it's very unlikely, but I mean, just someone like that would completely change the dynamic of the attack. It's something that we haven't got 
maybe Max, you could say, is, is the closest we've got to him in the squad. If we could come back and get Lenny, that that would be interesting because that gives us another... Th- oh, I don't know you want an answer, don't look you? Em- look at how um, happy Henry is. <laughs> I, I genuinely, and I'll, I'll get flack for it, but I would not have a problem with Lenny coming back at all. I know I'd people. I'd love Lenny people. back. I'd be 100% saying <laughs> we're staying up if we sign the great man. I think you love Lenny more than I love Alan Poulton. <laughs> you know, I thought for a minute there we were going to do under an hour. Oh, really? Sorry, man. Oh, I killed it. Sorry. That's, no, no, oh, that, oh, that's the total time of the call. No, you're all right. Alex, you've got the clock. What are we on? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't tell me anymore. I forgot to... Uh, it was so rushed that I forgot to set up a timer. I'm going to say if we beat Barrow, we stay up. If we lose to Barrow, we're going down. That's my that's my that's thought process. Um, very reasonable for you, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Very- I thought I'm always quite voice and reasonable. It's only mid-game when I'm in the middle of it, when I'm going, fucking shit, uh, that, I'm a, that I'm a problem. Um who apparently Sam Strand has just said some twat just rang him on no caller ID to have a go at him and the team. It's nice to see town fans have lost all sorts of sense of strands. It's gift someone game. someone hammered Jason Stockwood last week on Twitter for not investing in the team. Someone oh. tweeted Jason Stockwood, who's like been a breath of fresh air on there, to have a go at him for like look at what you've look at what you've done not investing in the team. There are some dickheads. There are some dickheads out there. Mute is your friend. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. I know it was a rushed one, but I think it will be nice and relieving for all the fans out there. Or we're going to get the lowest rated podcast ever that we've done. Back to the good old days. Back to the old well, you, in, you invited me on, so it was, no, it was only going to go one way once you invited me on. <laughs> I certainly won't be invited back. <laughs> oh, no, always. We've got Livo next week. This, that's going to be a lot of fun. You can listen in like Bruce did. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'd love Poughton, but Livo, I, I, I think someone might need to lead it instead. I'd love him in the side now. Bring it, bring back Livo. Get him in for next, I'd next week. Fuck, I'd have him at fucking centre-back right now. <laughs> <laughs> that ball would not have gone in. That player wouldn't have got five yards within that uh, edge of the area. It'd have been decapitated. He's um, he's only 51, I think. And yeah, the, um, and the um, there's, there's that guy playing in the J-League that's uh, still that's in his mid-50s, I think. Yeah, he can have fifty-one as his squad number. We said we want to increase the number of squad numbers. It's probably the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, uh, Henry, Bruce, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you want to, apparently liking it and putting a comment helps. I don't know why, but all the other podcasts say it. Uh, so I don't know what it's meant to do. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you can do because free beer is always nice, but it's run out. Um, and uh, we will hopefully see you all very soon. Livo's interview is on Tuesday. I'll tweet something out and put it on Facebook uh, if you want to get your questions in. Uh, there's about 20 so far, so get them in quick. Uh, and thank you very much. Bye.